I cocked the hammer, aimed, inhaled, and applied just enough pressure to pull the trigger. I didn't flinch. I couldn't afford to. I wasn't supposed to be in a warehouse saving a couple I never met. I was supposed to be sleeping in my first-class compartment on the train. It was the train whistle that broke into my sleep and woke me up. Lucky for the Asian couple I saw being pushed forcefully across the tracks in the train yard, I never could just leave well enough alone, especially when someone was being mistreated. My military training as an MP is what got me out of the bunk and into my clothes in a brief amount of time. In the MPs, I didn't have to put on a shoulder holster and a coat for concealment of the Colt forty-four on my left side. The belt clip that tied the holster tight to my waist took time, too. Still, I was out of my compartment and headed down the hallway to the train exit door before I was fully awake. The conductor was in the hallway, and I was running towards him. Is there a problem, Mr. Watcher? he asked. Is there an Asian couple in this car? I asked. There is, he said. Then I'm afraid they've just been kidnapped, I said as I passed by him. I turned the corner, opened the door, and dropped out of the passenger car. As I straightened up, I looked about the train yard in the direction I had seen the group traveling. The two men who had been pushing them along were a brutish sort, but they didn't seem the type to plan a kidnapping. They were the muscle, taking their prisoners to whoever planned their removal from the train. The gray morning fog had not uh, quite lifted, but I could see well enough to know there was uh, nothing to see but an empty train yard a couple of warehouses, and a Model A sedan. No kidnappers, no Asian couple, nothing. And then there was a small red handbag sitting on the ground across the yard by a door which led into the warehouse. It didn't belong there. The A park next to the warehouse was another clue. I didn't care whether the bag was dropped deliberately or by accident. It was an indication of the direction they went. It wasn't a red herring left to mislead me, because the two Neanderthals didn't appear to have the brain capacity between them to leave a false trail. Besides, they were unaware they had been seen at all. Hopefully, the warehouse was their final destination. I was suddenly very aware of the noise in and about the train yard. It was a perfect place to grab someone. The morning din of rail cars being repositioned and the occasional horn and whistle would make cries for help inaudible. The only drawback would be someone from a passenger car looking out as the kidnapping was taking place. What were the odds of that? The sisters' fate were laughing in the background, and I wasn't quite sure why. I approached the warehouse door from the side. It was one of those large double doors for trucks and vans to enter for loading. One of the doors was ajar. The old riddle struck me as funny. I still wasn't fully awake. I doubted that anyone was on watch, but it was better to err on the side of caution than to get my ass shot off. I tried to focus, listening to the inside of the warehouse, but the train yard noises still drowned out any other noises that were present. I flattened myself against the side of the door opening and looked back into the yard. I guess I was hoping to see some kind of authority who would be willing to take over, but all I saw was a yard, empty except for trains. I wondered what the conductor had done with the news I had related to him. He knew I was a private investigator. I hoped he had not concluded I would handle it myself. Sigh. I looked in the door of the warehouse and saw good and bad news. The bad news was there was no one in sight. The good news was there was a lot of cover close to the doorway so I could enter the warehouse to do more reconnaissance. I moved quickly behind a crate so I could figure out what I was going to do next. I guessed I was finally waking up because I realized I was putting myself in danger and I didn't even know why. No wonder those fickle bitches were laughing. In the back of the warehouse, on the second level, 
There were some glassed-in offices, and I could see people in them. There was an outer office with three men standing and talking, clearly waiting for however many others were involved in this little caper to arrive. The office behind it had two people sitting. I could just make out it was the Asian couple I had seen being abducted earlier. They were not bound, which was an element in my favor. The three henchmen between them and me were a challenge I would have to overcome. The most logical solution was to reduce the number of participants on the other side. The other side of what, though? I scanned the warehouse for anything that would make a nice diversion without hurting the couple and preferably not killing my adversaries. Not yet, anyway. 